Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Uh, I'm glad that we're doing this in person. We were going to do it yesterday. Um, but I think you're just too hungover. Uh, you know, it's just better in person. I think that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> I know. There's nothing, about, nothing that uh, takes the place of like human interaction. I know, but sometimes we're going to have to interview people that are you know, somewhere around the country or the world. or No, just fly me out there. I'll do it. Who, me? And then I'll stay behind. Yeah. We'll have to do it remotely anyway. <laughs> so we have a great podcast tonight for our listeners out there. Tonight we're going to be talking about something that's uh, big, it's even bigger on the horizon, and that is voice search and how it's going to affect SEO in the future. I think that a lot of people are waiting for something like this. Like, They're, they're looking at our list of stuff, and they're like, yeah, links, yeah, SEO, yeah, yeah. But then voice Who's search voice? is really taking front and center. And I personally thought that it was really going to take off maybe in 2017 once the Alexas and the Googles were listening to all this stuff and doing the eavesdropping. But um, I actually did some studies to kind of get a gauge of uh, consumer behavior, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, back in 2017. And people really weren't planning on using voice search a lot. 2018, still not really a lot. 2019, big time. This is the year. Yeah. So what you're going to get out of this podcast for listening today, uh, we're going to explain to you a little bit about what voice search is if you don't know at all. And then we're going to talk to you why you need to optimize for it and how to optimize for it. And a little bit about that growth that, that's going to come in the future from that source. Correct. So voice search. What is voice search? Well, let's explain a little bit about like the Internet of Things, right? So this is just back when everything started like hooking up to the Internet, like your fridge and your lamp. Everything just started going online. And then eventually what came along with that was your voice related items, you know, like your alexas or your what's google's uh, google home what, what are they call google it's, it's google bro or something <laughs> uh yeah my alexa turn off alexa for, i already turned it off this, for yeah, this episode turn it, well turn it off because she's being she's being annoying anyway but so a lot of uh, at the beginning of this uh people didn't really think that it would affect uh how you optimized your websites at all uh but as time has gone on uh and it's grown a lot i think uh, over by 2020 half of all searches will be formed by voice, it's going to really change how you optimize the content on your website, uh, and it's uh, it's really you're really going to have to target specific things that people are are asking questions and how they're asking questions. So really, uh, honestly, it's you're creating better content because you're creating things how people actually speak and think about them, versus just related to like keyword things. Yeah, and I agree. And, and once you, you know, if you were an SEO starting off or where you're at right now, or if you're intermediate, beginner, advanced, whatever, you know between uh, the two choices of content you have long tail and you have short tail and your long tail almost always did sort of answer some sort of question like the who what when where why and this really reinforces its importance um, as far as the keywords that you're going to select and the topics you select yeah so as this uh, this source of search grows and i would even suggest you guys can try this out if you have a a pretty modern smartphone you can do a voice search on it and see what, what it returns for you but things are going to get much more specific and much more long tail, uh, specifically uh, as it relates to voice search. Now, there's always going to be some some topics that are never going to be in this that you're going to always be safe and you're not really going to have to worry about uh, like optimizing for. So, you know, like how to code is never going to be like something you have to worry about, but like maybe specific measurements of things, right? Or like a full built out like recipe is probably never really going to be read out and you have to worry about for voice search. But measurements of things, or, you know, like how many quarts are in this or whatever, those are things. Um, how that many are, quarts are in this? 
or that five <laughs> or six let's that. ask someone um well, let's ask Siri uh but the thing is uh you know Google wants specific answers uh that are very quick to these questions so think about about us pages that have these questions and these answers uh built into it very quickly accessible to Google and their voice search um, and it's going to provide that user with that, that information right away. So I have pulled up a couple of things because I want this to be a, a beautiful podcast. So I want to reference a few ah. notes. And um, I believe that one of the biggest things that kind of triggered what this trend was really going in, um, first, maybe the way that people typed or started using their phones and now confirmed by their utilization of their home tools and assistant bots, whatever you want to call them. But um, you want to take a look at this with, with me. Oh, yeah. So um, what I have here is Google Trends, of course, where Google Trends is very cool for everything. And uh, near me was one of the first kind of indicators about this trend. So people really do hop on their phones, especially phones, via voice search and say, lawyer. so I use an example here, lawyer near me, gym near me. So you can see here, it's flatlined. This near me, or near me trend didn't exist from 2004, 2008. I'm looking, it's still flatline 2013. It's not until about 2000, let's say 15, 16, that you start to see this huge spike near me. And um, you see lawyer near me, huge trend. I did a gym near me and then sushi near me because who doesn't love sushi? And that kind of reinforced the fact that people were saying that. You know, yeah. you're not really, I mean, it's one thing you can type, but that's something that you'd probably say before you type it. Yeah. And so I kind of think that that's interesting um, because if you look at the way that you type things now versus the way that that voice search is, is working, um, I don't even know how much you would really type in near me on like a desktop, right? You might just type in like criminal lawyer or, um, you know, whatever specific other type of lawyer you're looking for. As opposed to the, you wouldn't just say into the phone, uh, Siri, criminal lawyer. <laughs> well, that's yeah. that's a great point. Right. So because it goes, look here, I don't want, I don't want to interrupt, but that just yeah. goes ahead. What you're saying, I have this this trend here it says New York lawyer, and it starts you know it's up here and it just goes no, down just, down 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 down. And it's not like less people need lawyers. If anything, people need more lawyers. But this trend so, is on so its way out. I would think about um, how to when you're optimizing for this even going further because that's a trend just for for near me. But I would even expand that so people are probably saying, you know, Siri, find the closest lawyer near me. What's the closest criminal lawyer near me? The actual like sentence that people are saying for this is what you're, you're going to have to optimize for. Well, you make a great point because before I said long tail has a lot to do with the who, what, when, where, why. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time that you hear people using commands such as the find me like search for. That's true, yeah. Um, this is the first time where it's a unique situation where you would never ever type into a browser find find me or search for me. You really wouldn't. Never. Yeah, so unless so you're a robot yourself. This is sort of this is sort of changing the game as far as like what you're optimizing for. Cool. So I think that we've kind of set the foundation for your your brain should be kind of going. Yeah. So what happens now? I'm going to ask us oh, man. the tough question. So how how do you, do you use that as a keyword? Do you want to use how, it as a keyword though? Well, we'll say how do you first how do you find these? How do you find things people are looking for? Okay. Based off keywords. So there's a lot of tools out there you can use. 
Uber Suggest is one. Answer the Public is the other, like, really, really popular one. And if you've never used any of these tools before, they're pretty cool. Uh, Answer the Public has an old man with a bald head and a mustache on the front page. And he just really wants you to ask some questions. And then they tell you all of the long tail things that people ask and actually question for him related to like keywords. I don't mind him until he opens his mouth and his, his scary teeth. Ah, he's a little yeah, scary. He's a little bit a little scary. But it's really cool because it just shows you the actual searches people are, are making, how they would say them based off of the keywords that you're putting into it. I, I think in, in this situation, I agree. I've, I've been using the answer to the public for a long time. Uber suggests not as much because I like the way that there's nothing wrong with it. I just like the way Answer the Public lays out all your Yeah, uh, I was just giving you options. I, I honestly use Answer the Public. But I think especially for something like voice search, and we're talking about something that is severely trending. Right like, now. Like big it's time. Hot. Um, I uh, believe that there's a search tool called uh, program uh, Programmatic. It's Have called Programmatic? Programmatic? No. <laughs> Protomatic? Protoman? That doesn't sound made up at all. Well, you guys might want to fact check this. There's one. All right, let me take a step back before I just like even say a tool that doesn't exist and everyone's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Um, I think that it's more important to um, maybe even use tools that's, that uh, tell you that they have the functionality of suggesting trending keywords, not just Ooh, keywords. So okay. I think that in, when it comes to voice search, um, being that it's like the, hot, the hottest thing, and I don't, we probably should have done this like Q1 in 2019, doesn't matter. Um, any tool that is telling you what growth it's had in between like a month or three months would be very helpful. That's, yeah. And then, so really, yeah, you take that and then you put it into, uh, into the public, and then boom. There you go. You got the growth keywords for that next quarter you got the growth you didn't need a pill so let's talk a little bit about how you are going to optimize on your website for mm -hmm. some of these things like how do you optimize for near me how do you do it uh you certainly don't just say in your meta title <laughs> blah 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 near me because that's kind of tacky and it may not even work you're like no that's how you uh -oh. do it. <laughs> i gotta delete some say? stuff no i'm just kidding <laughs> Um, no, I mean, you can get clever. <laughs> when I tell people about voice search and they start, I'm not joking about it. They're just like, um, well, how would you optimize for like near me? Hmm? I go, well, the first sentence of the page is, if you're ever wondering, how am I going to find a lawyer near me? Uh, the first thing that you want to do is, <laughs> I don't really suggest that, but I thought it's funny. And I'm like, wait, would that work? But I don't know. It's a, it's a little, I've never tried it. It's a little conspicuous stuff. So. Um, but how, how, you, you start. No, no, I'm asking you the question. I want to know how you do it. Oh, so the, the way that I've been kind of doing near me is, I mean, um, I think that Google has put a huge um, emphasis on kind of knowing where you're at already. And I've talked to like some content people about this because it's not like this is going to be kind of up to inter interpretation a little bit more. But I think between like when you do citations and you have the cohesive nap and you have like your location on your website that's being crawled consistently. Google kind of already ha has an idea like where you're at. Um, so I'm actually um, kind of shying away a little bit from using geo modifiers as much as I used to. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of just sticking to like the root keyword. So it used to be really popular and it kind of still is. It depends what your geo strategy is. But you know, you have a business and you serve a certain radius and during your geo strategy, you're like, well, I'm in Orlando. 
but I service like up to Altima and down to Kissimmee. And I'm sure everyone in the country knows where that is. And um, and then you have your geo modification. You know, always appending some sort of city. But I'm kind of trying to like not do that as much. Yeah. So I don't have a keyword geo modified. I kind of have like it there already, and then Google already kind of knows where it's at. Yeah. So that's kind of similar to what I do. Um, I don't ever. I mean, Google's pretty smart at this point, and actually, voice search is even smarter. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like uh, it's like AI, right? It's like learning from what you're telling it, and then the results that you're giving. And if you're happy with that result or not, it's like learning from what you're saying before. So, so it's it's very sophisticated. But you know, Google's pretty smart, also. Uh, you don't have to put uh, near me uh, in keywords for it to know that it's near you. But what you do want to have is things on a particular landing page that would rank in that area um, that would signify that it's near those locations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that I do actually is like do areas served uh, in text on like the page along close to like the nap info. And then so it, it also it, like kind of gives like a radius of like, you know, this is lo- the actual physical location of it, but it serves all these like other areas. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it's it's like kind of like I'm saying, Google is going to know by crawling your website, like where you're at and wh- what you're about. Yeah. But if you give it more, they can like, well, by the way, you know, here, here are my areas served, like you said. That, yeah. that makes so if you're, if you're like a, a business that, you know, you don't have a, you know, a location in every little offshoot of, of like a city that you're in. So we'll use Orlando as an example because we live in it. Um, so if your if your location is in downtown Orlando, you would say area served is like Altima, Winter Park, Winter Garden. Well, maybe not Winter Garden; that's pretty far. But you know what I'm saying, like all the smaller suburbs that make up uh, the the city of Orlando. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then Google will pick that up and kind of use those signals. And uh, a lot of times, actually, people search the specific keywords in the, like the you know uh, that, that make like a map pack fire. Uh, sometimes you can get in them for the, for those as well uh, if there's not like a lot of competition in like the area. So even though your address might be in Orlando and there's someone else in Winter Park, um, you can still show up in those terms just for using those keywords on there. And another part about featuring as much content that, that can guide someone along a voice search as much as possible, have you noticed more and more um, with maps that when you do a search that the maps result has like a little like a... Uh, Te- like a line underneath that or like a little bit text that's like oh the reason we showed this is because this website mentions these keywords i have noticed that yeah and that's happening uh, th- a lot more I've a lot seeing more. all over the place so it's like so it's pulling that that in too one thing i would suggest is doing a really good city specific fa faq page or really like just an faq page in general depending on the type of site that you have um so think about like what do people ask uh, before they use a service, maybe they ask like, "What does this cost?" You know, maybe they ask um, like, "How long do you take appointments? Uh, how long is the wait?" Things like it's just anything like a consumer would ask. How they would ask it if you create uh, like an FAQ page for it and you put the right markup on it to let Google also know that like it's it's an FAQ page. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna show up for those things, especially you know like local intent as well. Uh, it's very, very important. Um, most of these, I think I, I read a study where the vast majority of um, voice searches are performed with like local uh, results. Okay. It's like what, over 50%. What's, what's like the example of that? I mean, are, are you talking about like they're searching for something locally instead of like order me more toilet paper? Well, it could be, uh, yeah. So Or, or, or kind of get cheap toilet so paper. So one of the things we, we have to realize too is depending on 
what you have that to, that's performing the voice search, so the, the device. So um, it might pull that information from something else. So you can't, not everyone's gonna have like the Google, the device that's gonna do that. Um, and so there's other, other like sources of data that they look at instead of like just Google My Business. Uh, and Yelp is like one of those. So you have to make sure you have like your Yelp profile optimized and stuff now too. Yeah. Um, because one of them pulls uh, mainly from that. Yeah, well, let's talk about that real quick. So your, your Google device is probably going to use Yahoo because that's what Google likes. <laughs> no, no, so it's going to use Google, so you know that. Um, and then people thought there was going to be a tremendous surge in Bing traffic because of like Cortana and the voice search there, but that didn't really happen. But um, I don't think people really use Cortana. No, I don't think that they do either. And I've, I've seen some numbers, just take my word for it. And then uh, Alexa, I don't really know what Alexa pulls in from, though. I mean, when the last time you've used... Microsoft Edge is like to get Google, you know, Chrome. I used it to like <laughs> like it comes set well, on whatever I, computer, and you're like, uh, let me go to the browser I want, and then let, then you never use it again. I probably know? used it to say, how do I remove Microsoft Edge from my computer? Yeah, like you you don't, no one ever uses Edge, you know. Uh, I might use like a different browser, even if I was going to use a different browser, it wouldn't be Edge or it wouldn't be Internet Explorer. It would be Firefox or something like so, that. So let's uh let's switch gears just like a little bit, like a, like a tiny minuscule gear. Yeah, that's still like obviously on the same on the same topic. Um, why do you think it is now? This is almost like opinion. Why do you think 2019 all of a sudden there's a surge in, in people that are like, yeah, I'm gonna use voice search now? I think that the availability of the devices is greatly increased over that time frame. I think uh, you know when the first. Um, Alexa came out, it was sort of, people don't really, they weren't really sure how they were going to use it, and they were very expensive, and it was sort of in the early adopter phase, right? But now, I mean, you can get, like, a dot for... That's only $30. I know. So, like, uh, when I got my Alexa, it was, like, $200, and now you can get it for $30, and, like, the Google Home thing is, like, super, super cheap. Um, you know, like they give them away when you get like a new phone and stuff now. Oh, oh yeah. So I, w- I was like at a, at a convention and people were waiting in line and, the, and then one one half they're giving away like Google Homes, and the other half they're giving away GoPros, and it was like oh, very sweet. very even. GoPro but, is a tough business model because like once you buy a GoPro, you usually never get another GoPro. You know, like the the lifespan of owning a GoPro is pretty long. Um, you know, yeah, like how, do they they, get, how do they get people else? They're it, just like, this one has more pixels. And it's, they're like, it's oh, hard. Pixels. It's hard. They, they have a really hard. And like, if you were to buy one of the drones, unless it gets destroyed, you're never going to buy another drone, you know, unless they like create some crazy like planned obsolescence or something. Like, I don't think they, they, you know, they did that. They, they force you to get some software like update that like ruins it. And then their, you have their, to buy their model one. was like, we're doing so well because our product lasts so long. And then five years later in the boardroom, they're like, our product is doing so poorly because it works so crap. Lasts for so our long. sales suck because everyone still has theirs. But, um, but yeah, I was saying, I, I did the survey like back in January, 250 people. And I basically asked, how much did you? What percentage do you plan on using voice search more often in 2019? It says 80%. Yeah. 80. I use it every day in, in some form or the other. What I mean, do you, I don't, do I don't really use it to purchase things. What do you do? You're um, like, I'll ask, uh, like, scores of games. Or I'll ask, uh, like, particular, you know, like, measurements for recipes. Uh, I'll even ask recipes sometimes because I have it tied. Uh, my it Alexa's is, it, is like this is from guyfieri.com. Donkey you sauce. can uh, tie it to a specific recipe website actually, and it'll, so it'll you're tell like, you. So you're like, oh, food network, oh, bon appetit. 
like that kind of stuff? Something like that, yeah. Um, but we ask you things like that. And then, you know, you can do trivia on it. Um, and then I might ask, uh, you know, I, I might ask, like, pizza sometimes. Like, like numbers like, for pizzas. Pi- you're like, what's pizza again? Oh. Hey, what's, well, about it a, what's pizza? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, um, numbers of, like, pizza places, like, near me. And then you said, and then you say, they don't call it. Mm. Yeah. Well, no, I, like I'll ask the specific one that I, that I use that I already know about. So do you plan on using uh, any clever near me tactics, which would make a, a million bazillion percent sense for your new I, job? I think, uh, yeah, I, I am. Mean, yeah. I'm definitely going to use like, some. That would be almost like the, the, the centerpiece of some of your strategies. Yeah. Be like, oh, no matter what happens, when they say X, Y, Z near me, like we are always the person that comes up. Yeah, I mean, I think just uh, just having, like we talked about, you know, you're not going to optimize specifically for those keywords. I mean, you might find some some really like good long tail things that don't have near me in it to to have on a page that might you know be like an H H two or something like that. Um, you know, but I think just having really really good citations built out and like having all the all the information where you need it. And like making sure you have those areas served, it's going to give you that. I feel like it, it, this kind of all is going to go back to doing like a badass job with your citations and your nap. And, um, but then from a content standpoint, being a little bit more mindful of what you said as far as areas yeah. served in more cities. And I think FAQs of, uh, about your business that people are going to ask or about your service or what's yeah, going to F- be FAQ, really, really FAQs important. Are huge. So was it, was it because you mentioned FAQs being so important? I went to Quarry. And then Corey was like telling the whole team FAQ is so important. Now I'm telling you again. Yes, I think this is, is that, exactly is that, what is happened. Why? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what sucks though is sometimes you have a business model where you don't want to give some a lot of information out in an FAQ, right? So if you're uh, a lawyer, you're not going to give an hourly price for your service because you're going to quote someone different depending on what you know what their need is. It's not going to be a flat hourly fee when someone comes in. Um, well, sure, a family. Or you do Maybe. trust in wills. There, I mean, there are some, but you know, there's there's a ton of business models that don't want to give their pricing up front. Yes. Um, there's a lot of them that, that do that, though. Um, so, like, mechanics, you know, like, uh, oil changes, stuff like that. Um, if I was in, like, the oil change uh, business, so you think about, like, how many companies that have like jiffy lube stuff like that how many locations there are for those like quick change oil companies and how many are competing a lot a lot and that's like a, a business that like people don't particularly like have any loyalty to that particular place well, it's like where did i get uh, that 1999 oil change coupon yeah it's where it's, am i going this week it's super influenced by like the price right so if yeah. you can get uh like 30 dollars less than the like the place that you went before you'll just go there because you don't really care because everyone's getting ripped off when you get an oil change anyways so well, you just want the least amount ripped off you can and you can't even roll it off the, the yeah. lot unless you get <laughs> the, the air filter replaced yeah so uh but when you think about that none of them are particularly like doing that but you know that's a perfectly good like alexa what's the cheapest oil change near me you know, that someone might ask. Uh, so that's something that, like, you have no problem putting up front the price of an oil change uh, so you think for your that, customers. Do you think that's what ha- what happens? Because I honestly don't know how far the AI goes yet. So I don't know if it's I think it, I think it'll thing. get there. I think that as our phones uh, and the voice search develops even more, you'll be more and more comfortable asking, like, in-depth questions. So, like, right now you might be able to ask it something like, 
um, you know, like who is Woody Harrelson, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll probably tell you who Woody Harrelson is. But you might be like, hey, why did Woody Harrelson's dad go to prison? And who, who by the way, his dad did go to prison. Uh, but it might not and, be able and, to answer I that. figured you, you knew that yeah, before you said that. I did. His dad went to prison for, uh, he was an assassin and he murdered a judge and he went to prison for Jeez. being an assassin. I can so, just use Paul. I don't need Alexa. Yeah, yeah, you just ask Paul. Okay. So, uh, you know, but it's like if you were to ask it that specific question, it might not have an answer for you. It would just return a search result, right? Uh, with that, it wouldn't be able to answer the question and voice back to you. Um, but as they get smarter and smarter and smarter, you're going to be able to ask it more and more detailed questions of things. And it's going to like the index for voice related responses is just going to become more in depth. And I, uh, I completely agree with you. And then do you think it's like once it does, um, it gets an inquiry that's never gotten before? And then it, it, it uh, does its calculations and its modulations and fires back your question. It puts in a database the next time someone asks yeah, it in the it's, same it's area. machine it, learning. It's absolutely doing it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, with that, adapt. And if uh, you listeners, you're, you're still listening at this point, I think this is a good podcast so it's far. It's interesting so far. Um, think about this. And th- this is like kind of you're spurring some of my thoughts. Think about people saying not a lawyer near me anymore, which they can do all day. Think about a lawyer near me that has the best reviews. Think about a lawyer near me that has the most reviews, most reviews on Google, most reviews. The I best might be reviews. someone that asks that question. Oh, there will be. Google, uh, give me the number of the person, the lawyer near me with the best reviews. That's it. Think about it. The, the criminal lawyer. You better make sure you have the best reviews. And that's it, because I know how important reviews are for consumers. We don't have to talk so about that at all. This is how important Google My Business is going to yeah, be going just, forward. Can you imagine someone by you and, and someone's uh, freaking floor is flooded at uh, four in the morning? They're going to say, you know, plumber that's open right now. And I know yeah. without a doubt it's going to th- pick someone that's 24 hours on a website. But then a, a lawyer, I mean, they're just going to be like, just who has best reviews? People aren't even going to go to websites anymore. They're going to just take it's like, just gonna ask it's, it. it's word for and it's it. It's going to tell you, and you're going to trust like, it. This is, and you're like, good, that's all I ask for. That's the future search. Hey, that's it. Oh, that's, that's a wrap. No. 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 Um, but I feel like yeah, we, gave, we gave a lot of good information on this one. And this is actually a very interesting subject, and we're at the, uh, the forefront of it right now. I mean, we're, we're seeing another revolution in search. Yeah, and I think that we're kind of just grazing the surface. I mean, I think that we're kind of, uh, you know, getting you to think about why it's important, why you have to pursue it. I think we gave you some of the first steps, why you need to do it. I think this is something that can probably get somewhat technical. And one thing I can give, for example, is uh, what kind of schema information is coming into play for, for voice? And like the evolution of schema. So did you, when you were doing some research, did you see anything, anyone uh, deferring to some information on schema when it comes to voice? I didn't see anything that's like specific to voice yet outside of like it's got a, general it's, markup. It's, I mean, I know that's not for exactly the content. sense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's content. But like I mean, sch- there's sch- different types of markup now that they want you to take advantage of. Um, but I didn't see, but I, I can imagine at some point there being like a, like a different markup altogether for it. Can you imagine if we just led the whole podcast with like, we developed like a made-up plugin. And we're like, well, it's obviously the whole thing is well, we made is, it is a Google Voice Search plugin, and if it's not on your WordPress website, it's not going to work. I mean, I feel like it's only ninety-nine dollars <laughs> a month. Go download it. Yeah, now. we got to be the first the to do it. Yeah, but um, I mean, I personally don't have a ton of insight about what results I've gotten because I'm yet to use a lot of Voice Search. I haven't seen anyone really report on 
like analytics from voice search you know like i haven't really it's oh, not it's not a part of my reporting that's a great i don't point. really do that uh that's a cool thing to look at though going forward for real if anyone wants to email us like that has some stuff for this i mean can you i would love to see a segmentation of analytics that's like oh these people I mean, use voice. did a voice search i'd like lose my mind yeah i don't even think about it but i would it'd be love cool. to know the keywords i'd love to know what pages they went to i'd love to know uh, if Alexa was being sassy or being sensual <laughs> when she was reading the content, were they insulting her? Yeah. <laughs> like, were they calling her an idiot? That's tell what me I more. do. Don't tell me anymore. So, well, to be continued then. <laughs> I feel like this is such an extensive uh, topic, yeah. and then for us to be in shy thirty minutes is kind of like. Are we shy thirty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Didn't I don't really know. I feel like or how how shy? About a minute shy. Oh, no, we, well, we're I mean, good. I have, like. If you want to stick around, I have some more. I have some more notes. Don't go away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to talk a little bit about. I, I think we're good at thirty minutes right now, uh, but I want to talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about next week, and it's going to be kind of tied into this, and that's natural language generation. Oh gosh, I'm going to do so much research. Yeah, so we're we're going to really delve into some of that because that's huge and it's really important, uh, especially to how like machine learning works and how you can scale websites to mass amount of pages, which is something we're doing right now, actually. So we have a very large oh, mass website. Oh, that, that was the one that we were supposed to talk about yesterday. But then <laughs> you're like, I'm so hungover. Yeah, so, but next week we got a really good one, guys. So tune into that and be sure to follow us on Podbean. We love Podbean. Uh, it's a really great source for hosting your, your podcasts. They don't give me any money. What would be cool is if they didn't charge me money no one for this plug-in. <laughs> yeah, I don't get any money from this podcast. I, I wish I did. Oh, you're like, uh, so being that this is actually getting like uh, transcribed by like the internet. Oh, yeah, because podcasting oh, is super now. important now. Yeah. If you do hashtag Podbean, then you do at Podbean. Now it's actually transcribed. Now they're actually going to see it somewhere. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean. I'm just pro- I'm just repping Podbean because I actually like Podbean. Uh, well, they, they do a pretty I, good I mean, job. I have, I have a few more things I want to say for like only another three well, three minutes. All right. Well, you go into three, it, buddy. Minutes. Well, I mean, we must have some people that listen to us at this point, or else we want to get downloads every day. So I do want people's feedback on topics that we're going to propose, um, because I have a couple of things that I'd, I'd love to talk about. Like I want, we were going to talk about the natural uh, language uh, selection by generator by uh, Darwin. Vista. <laughs> um, is that what you said? Natural language uh, selection. <laughs> is that what you just said, right? No, natural language generation. Oh my bad. Okay, well, something like that. And um, I think that's a great topic, and I have some input about um, building out websites on a massive scale, uh, you know, building a 20, 30, 40,000 page website in an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, we are going to have a, a nice episode where we break down our process of how we did it, uh, how we found the pages, how we found the that's, content, that's and how we built it all out. That's uh, it's a tough one to do, because like, you're right, it's like, how do, how do you talk about something so visual like that that's actually good because we did a prep we did a run through technically yesterday and i'm just like we'll get it figured out guys i'm like well you're gonna get this plug and you're gonna do this thing and then you're gonna grab this thing and i said oh Oh, we're done there's there's no way anyone (laughs) that doesn't even make sense um but two topics i kind of want to talk about is there are people out here that don't always do seo in-house there are people that freelance and they consult and then they might have an agency like i do so i kind of wanted to talk about what the structure of an SEO agency could look like at different sizes. Yeah. And then you could talk about if you were to make a dream team at your new position, Ooh. what that would look like. 
like, well, I'd love to have this person. The structure of an in-house SEO coffee. team, like how you would do it. And I like to have this guy that like brings me coffee and lunch and yeah, sounds great. Chipotle every day. And then there's another one where if you just don't have a lot of time and you want to really do SEO on your own and kind of know what you're doing, um, what's most important all the way down to what's not as important. And yeah, I, I mean, do like kind of how, how do you prioritize things? It's just prioritizing yeah, when you have tasks. such limited time. Yep. Yeah. So if you like those, just let us know. Text poll. <laughs> no. Uh, you can email us at seosadnanotherlies at gmail.com or leave a comment at our Podbean channel. Uh, or you can hit us up on Facebook, actually. And, and you know what? We have a YouTube channel as well, so you can leave a. A message in the comments there. It's just all the same content everywhere. We'll find it. But we'll, we'll find we'll, it wherever. We'll, we'll read everything. It's great. Yeah. And, and then we might um also do a podcast this week about uh, the power of uh, webinars. Yeah. And, and if you're that content. interested in a specific area of SEO or you're an expert or you just want to chat with us, uh, we love to have guests on. We're going to have a, a guest on, I think, on our next episode. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then uh, hopefully we'll have... A few more guests this season. I think we're probably going to have about five or six guests this season. So I don't know who any of them are. It's a big old secret. Ooh, might maybe you or one of them. Maybe it's you. It could be you. Leave us an email. <laughs> you know what it's going to be? It's going to be uh, me, but it's going to be like, Ryan's sick today. We got Greg. And I'm like, hey, uh, oh, God, I hate Greg. <laughs> He's the worst. Yeah. Anyways. But anyways, uh, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Um, you know, we appreciate all of our listeners. And I am Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Goodbye. Bye.